0: Alex, good afternoon, and happy game day! This would be the 3rd of November, and this is game day. Absolutely. Week 9, the National Football League, and here we are on a classic battle on a nice bitter Thursday night for us, getting a little chilly in some parts of the regions if they haven't already, but we are full throttle in football season. Came to you guys with a surprise episode on Halloween itself. Why not? This is a horror-themed month. Why not? Well, truth of the matter is, I got a problem with the uploading scenario. The Wi-Fi in my house sucks. It took me about two days to download the new Call of Duty and the new uh, NBA 2K. So uh, you can only imagine what kind of shit I go through trying to upload a show or whatnot. But nevertheless, exciting show for you today. Um, We got a lot of teams that are on by for week nine. So, so is Nay. Nay's hung by for this week, so we're going to do this solo, see how it works out. I might need the assistance of the partner there, but you guys tell me, and you let me know if we did a good job or not. Got to kick that pug out of the uh, studio here. No no visitors today. Between Billy, Frank Bryant, Nay, this is just Deacon himself talking to the beloved Deacaholics about the thing or one of the things that he loves the most. Countdown for you guys. I knew you were going to miss me, so I made sure that the Touchdown Report was here. I'll be on my way to Hollywood, Florida, 4 a.m. on Sunday morning to see the greatest band that ever lived. And um, I can't tell you how important it is um, for going on these vacations or going on these mini three-day getaways or whatever you want to call it. I have to be somewhere by the time that this ball kicks off. Because this is what means the most to me. Another income? Sure. Thing that I love the most? Sure. There's a reason why I like two teams. There's a reason why I have two teams and a full uh half NFL sleeve on my leg. I you I should think we should just take this whole thing up, right? Running out of spaces just take the whole thing up the leg, right? I don't know how I would feel having stuff on my thigh and on the back of the thigh and stuff like that. I haven't had that, but I'm sure It's just the same as getting it any other place. Might be a little more sensitive. But TBD, open for discussion. Jekin and Kosho at gmail.com. You let me know. Should I take this thing all the way up? Because I have more ideas I can put this thing. But anyway, in the meantime, let's recap what happened last week on Thursday Night Football 1027. Uh, The... Baltimore Ravens, as projected, walked into Tampa Bay, and um, I don't want to say smacked, but this was a game in which Tom Brady needed. Uh, Ravens obviously needed it more. Uh, I think that because of the divisions that they play in and how strong that these divisions were over the course of the last couple of years in time, that this was really Tampa Bay's game that if they were to lose one more, that this was the one that they could lose. Tom Brady now, after the loss, 27-22, is now 0-3 versus the AFC. Shocking? Absolutely shocking. Does a guy go from dominating the AFC for 18 years to now being 0-3 with them in his 21st or 22nd year, whatever Tom Brady's in right now? I don't know. The effect of the divorce? I don't know. The injuries? Sure. How about we just look back at one second here and realize that Todd Bowles is a defensive-minded genius and has no idea how to coach the fucking football team as an NFL head coach. Out in X amount of seasons as a Jets coach... Will we see Todd Bowles be fired by the end of the season? Well, if I'm Tampa Bay, yeah, because you're not responding. You have the best player in football who's ever lived, and this is the problem. Maybe Brady should have walked out on top of being like the legend, the goat, whatever it is. He's still in my eyes, but people are looking at that differently. 930 shit show. Here we go. We're representing the National Football League in London across the pond where they're having biscuits and crumpets and tea while they're watching the NFL. Sure. So let's send over the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Denver Broncos. 21-17 final for the ja- uh, Denver Broncos defeating the Jaguars. And um, start to finish this game was a shit show. Um, Trevor Lawrence, the high explosive offensive skill that this man has, it's just it's not there. It's developing. You'll see this guy. I still like the Jaguars as a core team. 2-5 and five is not their record. Um, this is a better team than two and five. Two and five Denver Broncos. Well, you move to three wins. Congratulations! You're still sitting in the bottom of the uh, or the second and the cellar of the AFC West. Uh, heading over to one o'clock, where the birds were out early. Six and zero Philadelphia Eagles move to seven and zero. Thirty 13 raping. Hate to use that word, especially with the female fans. Or I mean, males can be raped too, but not a good term to use. But that's what happened. Shit show. Complete disaster. Philly 13 uh, points allowed. Just take a look at the pattern, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what happens later on tonight because the birds are there. And uh, this is a very, very dangerous team. And uh, for a team that made the playoffs, uh, if I read you the remaining schedule for the Eagles, they include games like the Colts. They include games like the Titans. They include games like the Packers. Two uh, versus the Giants, two versus the Skins, one versus the Cowboys. That seems like a, a, a decent, winnable record here. Uh, keeping up in the division is very important for the Giants and Cowboys at this point of the season. The Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons in a close division battle. They're going to play again in a couple weeks on Thursday Night Football. The Atlanta Falcons took this one at home, though, 37-34. Don't expect the same matchup to happen again this weekend when Justin Herbert and the boys come to town. Injury riddled or not, the Chargers are a better team than the New York Giants and the Carolina Panthers and will beat the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. The Chicago Bears travel to play the Dallas Cowboys. Second game back for Dak Prescott, 49-29. In the romping of the Chicago Bears, Dallas moves to 6-2. The Miami Dolphins. Finns! Finn Fin Nation! traveling to play the Detroit Lions, and as expected, 31-27 for the Miami Dolphins. Shootout. This team is a different team with Tua, and back on track for the Dolphins. Little help, they might get a wild card. Little help, they might get a division. Who knows? Probably most likely the wild card, not the division, but see what happens from there. Next game up was another one that I told you guys to pay attention to closely, the off the bye Minnesota Vikings. 34-26 Thirty-four to twenty six over the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona in trouble trying to compete. Better team than their record shows to be. And unfortunately, if they don't get it together real fast, um, yeah, this team could score points, but they obviously can't stop. But Minnesota's explosive offense with Justin Jefferson being the the best wide receiver in football in twenty twenty two absolutely gets it done again. The Vegas Raiders, I hate to say this, and I was on board with them, and this game fucked me nine ways to Sunday last week, all right. So I hit every single bet, except for the one that had this in there, okay? And when it comes to bets, the T is the parlay. That's what I do. Solo bets, very rarely. It's always at least a two or more because of what the odds are. I could put $10 down on a three or a 14 parlay and make back four to 800. Yeah, it's no joke. Um, So on this one, 24 to nothing, shut out on the road. Vegas is done. I have nothing more to say about the Vegas Raiders other than you are a disappointment, and um i i where do you go from here where do you go from here you built the pieces you paid the money you did what you had to do but it's not working the next game here the new england patriots traveled to play the new york jets 22 to 17 jets covered on the teas for everybody um just uh, the jets are owned by new england uh now the weird thing that'll happen is is when they go into new england this year later on in the season the jets will find a way to win Mark it now. Thursday, November 3rd, I'm calling it now. 22-17, to 17, can't play the Jets every week. Patriots are too inconsistent of the way that they look. And uh, neither one of those teams are going anywhere. This is the New York Jets team that everybody expected. Playing the teams that are shit. Again, mentioning th- this, and it, it's repetitive. But it's common sense. Look at the teams that the Jets are playing that are beating. These guys didn't have 500 records last year with the exception of the Green Bay Packers, and um, honestly, this is a scenario in which the Jets uh, you know, take this opportunity next week, find a way to win this next game, um, and then you're going to talk about if the Jets are for real or for not, but I'm going to tell you right now, um, the Jets and the Giants already surpassed. Their expectations for the year. So don't expect much more from them. Next game up, we got the Tennessee Titans traveling to the Houston Texans who will be hosting the Eagles tonight. Tennessee won that game 17-10 in a division battle covering the spread on the road. Good job for Tennessee. 5-2 and two now. Um, tough battle this week. Uh, and we're going to see if Tennessee is for real. You know, cut, took them a cup for us a couple weeks. That lost to the Giants opening night. Got the Giants started. And uh, we'll take it from there. Tough opponent this week, but it can be done. The Washington Deadskins. Indianapolis Colts. Colts favored by three at home in this game. Washington found a way to win this 17-16 with Heineke as their quarterback. Well, no Carson Wentz. I thought Carson Wentz would come back and want to have this game as a revenge game for the team that had him one season, wanted to build an offense around him, and then dumped him off for Matt Ice. Matty Ryan did nothing for this squad, and this team is in trouble. Both of these teams are in trouble. But at least the Skins get the final win. uh, Down all game. I had the Skins on the money line, had a bunch of people that were hitting me up on Sunday morning asking me what to do. Those people hit four parlays that day. You're welcome. You're very welcome. And a lot of money was made on Sunday with this one especially. Skins found a way at the end of the game to go right down the field and literally a 60 or a 50-something yard pass set them up first and goal. Skins with the touchdown, extra point, walk off. There was 22 seconds left, no timeouts. Found a way to get it done, tackled and bounced. That's how the game ends No timeouts. Nobody's at the line to spike it. There you go. Washington with the W. San Francisco 49ers travel to the L.A. Rams. More Niner fans there than Ram fans. It's the story of every home game when it comes to the Chargers. But didn't expect this from the Rams, or did I? Yeah, I did because I told you. The Rams do not beat the Niners. The Rams beat the Niners one time in the last nine matchups, and that was to go to the Super Bowl. That's it. Here, this one, complete domination. We had 31-14 for the 49ers, another tough opponent this week, but they're going to be at home, and we're going to see that game's going to be a good game. Um, Rams, where do you go from here? You can't beat the Niners. Sean McVay, with all the great success that he's had as a professional NFL coach for the Los Angeles Rams, can't beat the Niners. Now, I told you last week that if the New York Giants went in to Seattle and beat Geno Smith, that I would come on air, and obviously you heard earlier in the episode That the Chargers are a better team. Yeah, they certainly are. The Chargers also have a lot more injuries, and I can't make excuses for this team because it's my team, but they have a lot of injuries. They have 10 guys out. So in the game of football, when you're only allowed 11 on the field, obviously they're all not on one side of the ball, but that's a lot of fucking people. So Giants went into Seattle, as projected by Deacon himself, 27-13, played a team of caliber, and uh, Geno Smith found a way to get this done. Um, is Seattle dangerous? Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. That now, that when I got on air, when I'm getting the season, I said, I don't know how good the NFC West is going to be. There's a reason why this division is good. There's a reason why this division is the best in football. And uh, if they're not the best in football this year, they're the second best. You got the Cardinals, you got the Seahawks, you got the 49ers, and you got the Rams that are battling pretty much with each other they the rest of the NFL. They're battling and jockeying position for these games. You go out and have a big disastrous game of crushing a team. The next week, you lose the game. It, it's all about the division. It's all about who comes prepped and who comes mentally prepped for the things that are going to go on in these games. And everybody's ready. They're taking the chances. And whatever's got to get done has got to get done. It gets done when these guys play each other. Apparently not With the 49ers and the Rams since the 49ers. (laughs) They're Sunday Night Football. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. 11.5 point favorites at home versus the Green Bay Packers. 27-17 for the Bills. Did not cover the spread. I took the Packers. I thought the Packers would have the upset. The Packers were plus 385. So on that little $10 bet that I told you guys, take two teams on the money line or on the spreads, add... The Green Bay Packers on the money line to have a three-team parlay. If that bet would have hit, that would have been $10 to win you back. $418 is what I had, and Green Bay couldn't get the job done. But it's only 10 bucks. That's why you take risks and shots. If you're down $700 on Sunday night, I definitely don't think you take that shot. But good week. Always is a good week, especially when we're coming past week seven. The rest of the season will coast pay attention to what i'm telling you all. Now bringing us into Monday Night Football on Halloween and this is this is the shit show. This is this is how the NFL works. By this point in the NFL, there should be no upsets. There should be no surprises unless it's week 18, week 17, week 16 with there's a team playing spoiler. This should have never happened. Division game, Cleveland Browns hosted the Cincinnati Hude Houday Bengals. 32 to 13. The Browns came off on top. Well, I it's easy. I'm gonna say one word, two words to you, okay? Nick Chubb, NFL leading rusher. That's five words. First two were two. But you can't stop the man. On fire. Good for the Cleveland Browns. Upset there. I don't believe in the Bengals. I never did believe in the Bengals system. And uh it's just showing how competitive that this, you know, division is going to be. Even with the Steelers getting blown out last week, they're still right there in contention for this division because that's how bad it is. So, once a strong division, once a fun division, fun games to watch, no longer. That game was the worst game that anybody could ever watch on Halloween, and I can guarantee you that was the lowest ratings of Monday Night Football, if not for this week coming up. Bringing us into, oh, I'm sorry, and of course... Chargers and the Chiefs were on by this week. So, Giant fans, here you go. They're not a better team than the Chargers, and the Giants got a long road ahead of them, especially coming up in the upcoming weeks, where I could guarantee you guys the Giants won't lose this week, but next week, maybe not either, but tough, tough games coming up for the Giants. At what cost does a team like the Giants pose a threat to the rest of the NFL? Well, I don't know. I'm going to have to find out. That's why we're only in Week 9. Monday night disaster leads us now into Thursday Night Football, 11-3 tonight. The 7-0 Philadelphia Eagles traveling to the 1-5-1 Houston Texans. Over 45 for the game, minus 13.5 for the... Eagles here on the road. Well, I told you to take the points last week for the Steelers or tease it the other way for the Eagles. Hopefully, you teased it the other way because the Eagles on the money line got you the W. The Eagles on the spread got you the W. The Eagles on the tease got you the W. But if you took the points for the Steelers, you'd probably be wanting to wring my neck. This week, do the same thing. Tease it down. Eagles will win this game by a touchdown or more. They're playing Houston. 45 is a tricky number. It depends on who comes out. And if the Texans put up 10 points. Maybe the Eagles can put up 35, but I wouldn't go and count on that. Teasing it gets you to 40. That's even risky as well. Eagles all the way here going to 8-0. Um, it's like almost like a mini-buy for them because they'll turn around, they'll play this game on Thursday night, and then they won't play another game until Monday Night Football. Is the NFL trying to slow down the Eagles and their flow? I don't think so because the schedules are based upon the years before. But as you can see, should be flex in there then if that is a flex scenario for tonight, maybe this game doesn't even get played because this is going to be a disastrous game. Eagles are going to destroy the Texans. 4-3 and three LA Chargers traveling to the 4-4 four and four Atlanta Falcons. Minus 3 on the road for the Chargers. 49.5 of the game. Well, the way the Atlanta Falcons have been coming out, scoring points, I think the over is going to happen. Chargers got to find a way to win this game, and I think it's going to happen. Uh, I'll be at the hard rock watching this game with my Chargers shit on, Very, very anxious to see how they come out and who's playing and to see what Charger team comes out. The last time that these two had played in Atlanta, the Chargers were down by 17 points in the fourth quarter, and they came back and won the game in overtime. So I was somewhere um, inside of a hospital, sick, and I was watching the game. And what ended up happening was, was we recorded the game And then we had to go to—there was some type of, like, treatment or something. It was more along the lines of, like, a rehab for an injured bone. So they put me into, like, the spa, and they were, like, taking care of my leg and stuff. And then we had to record the rest of the game because they didn't have a TV in that room. So the rest of the recording cut off because it was too long of the recording. So I never knew until I checked the phone what had happened on there and whatnot. So expect the same thing from the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Um, The Atlanta Falcons are shit. Um, they're still in pace, and and I believe that they're up there for, um, you know, first place of their division. And I just say honestly, I I just really, it's very quite puzzling to me. Tampa Bay having the problems that they're having this year with the offensive line and the coach, and then you have the Saints who are uh, coming or going. We don't we don't know three and five for them, and uh, you know uh, of course. You, you you know when you're looking at this from the overall perspective here like that last team inside of the n f c south is even more worse than the first place team at the carolina panthers so when you when you're looking at this here, two and six for the panthers you're looking at this scenario of um three and five for both the buccaneers and the saints. And then you have a team like four and four for the Atlanta Falcons. Like really, how bad is the NFC South? But Chargers should get the job done. Five and three, Miami Finns traveling to the three and five Chicago Bears. Minus five on the road for the Dolphins, forty six and a half for the game. Um, over could happen very well. Uh, Dolphins win this game by a field goal. They move to six and three, two and six. Carolina Panthers that we just spoke about traveling to the four and four. Cincinnati Bengals minus seven at home for the Bengals, forty-two and a half for the game. Um, I, I'd stay away from this game. It's really a complete shit show. Tease it down. You get the Bengals minus one of the Bengals on the money line. All they got to do is win the game for you, and you'll be all right. I think the Bengals cannot lose this game at home. Otherwise, you could say goodbye to them. Three and five. Green Bay Packers traveling to longtime division rival the one and six Detroit Lions. Minus 3.5 on the road for the Packers, 49.5 for the game. I think you tease this down to take the over, uh, which will be somewhere in the realm of 43.5, and you take the Lions with the points, you get the Lions plus 11. If Green Bay does win this game, they're not winning by 12. Trust me, I do think the Lions pull an upset here. 2-5 and Vegas Raiders of Oakland traveling to the 2-6 and six Jacksonville Jaguars. Minus 1.5 on the road for the Raiders, 48 for the game. Well... Not after what I saw last week from both of these teams. Jaguars win this game by a field goal at home. And rightfully so. The Raiders are done. They're just disgusting. 3-4-1 Indianapolis Colts traveling to the 4-4 four four, New England Patriots. Minus 5.5 at home for the Patriots. 40 for the game. Uh, New England's defense is a lot better than the Skins. And I think that New England at home should find a way to win this game. Not by 6, though. It's going to be by a field goal. New York Jet fans. Here we go, baby. 6-1 and one, Buffalo Bills traveling to the 5-3 and three, New York Jets. Minus 11.5. On the road for the Bills, 46 for the game. Well, 46 might happen. 11.5, Buffalo has shown you. No matter what the team is, they don't cover spreads. Take the Jets with the 20 points. I think you're going to be safe. I think this game is going to be a lot closer defensively uh, than it seems to be. Jets have no answers for Stephon Diggs. Jets have no answers for the Buffalo defense. Their quarterback is shit. Their record shows you something different. Buffalo will win this game by 10. 6-1 Six and one Minnesota Vikings traveling to the four and four Washington Ditsky. Minus three on the road for the Vikings. 43 and a half at home for the Skins. Well, this is not the Indianapolis Colts that you're playing here, Washington. If I must remind you, this is the Minnesota Vikings who will destroy you and move to 7-1. Thank you. 5-3, Seattle Seahawks traveling to the 3-5 Arizona Cardinals. Big test for Gino. 49.5 here on the road for the over. Minus two for the Cardinals at home. I think Seattle is going to find a way to win this game. Arizona needs this game to stay in contention to keep it close, but Seattle finds a way to win this by three. LA Rams three and four traveling to the three and five Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is one of two late games. Seattle was the first one that I just mentioned at 4.05, 4.25 for the LA Rams and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No more games on the day after that. So minus three at home for the Bucks, 42 and a half for the game. Tom Brady can't lose this game. I'm not going against Tom Brady at home with a banged up Rams team who can't seem to move the ball to save their lives. Got the Bucks on this one. Five-and-two battle on Sunday night football. Five and two Tennessee Titans traveling to the five and two Kansas City Chiefs. Minus twelve and a half at home for the Chiefs. Forty-five and a half for the game. Over happens. Tease it down to Kansas City. I don't think it's covering a 13-point spread at home. Now we brings us to Monday night football. Five and three Baltimore Ravens. Traveling to the 3-5, and five, New Orleans, Who Hootat who Saints. Two and a half on the road for Baltimore, 48 for the game. I think you stay away from the points. I think you take the Ravens, and I think that it's a safe bet. If you tease it, you'll be in even better shape because you'll be on the positive side of the ball. If not, sure enough, the Ravens will win this game by three for you. On by this week, which is something unheard of. Last week was two teams that were on by. Now we have six, which means that they take away three games for you to watch, or they take away three games away from you all to gamble. San Francisco 49ers, Denver Broncos, then we have the Cleveland Browns, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are our buys. That is week nine in the National Football League. My name is Deacon. I hope you enjoyed yet another segment of this wonderful program, and I hope you all enjoy the rest of game day. For now, can follow me on the majors of Social, Deacon and Co-Show Instagram and Twitter. In the meantime of doing that, you have plenty of time before we come back next Thursday for you for the Touchdown Report and A's off the bye. Back from the Hollywood Adventure. And we'll have it for you recapping this week and giving you a look ahead of next week. Then the following Saturday on the the 11th or 12th rather of November, 11-12th, we will have a brand new episode which will be episode 109. You could all check out prior episodes that you had missed or maybe not been paying full attention to to get focused and caught up on what's to come. Guests coming in the upcoming season, just trying to get through the next couple of Met trips, and then we'll start back with the guests. Already starting the negotiations and times and scheduling for that. You all will love it. But for now, enjoy game day. Happy game day. I'm Deacon is out.